Hey friends, welcome to our digital space. On This Girl Life, we're trying to figure life out. And there's no better way to do that than with your best friend by your side. So join us each week as we bring on experts to help us navigate This Girl Life. All right, here are your hosts, Whitney and Kristen. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked, the leading provider of at-home health tests. Are you looking to improve your hormone levels? With Let's Get Checked, you can do a simple at-home health test that will give you a complete picture of your hormonal health in just five days. Did you guys know that hormone imbalance symptoms can range from feeling tired all the time to insomnia, breast tenderness, and even a change in blood pressure? Female hormone function is important for a number of different functions, and we've talked about them a lot on the podcast, like PCOS, low ovarian reserve, early menopause, thyroid issues, and so much more. Your test is delivered straight to your door. All you have to do is self-collect your own blood sample from the tip of your finger, mail it back in a prepaid with a prepaid label, and receive support and guidance 24-7 to offer you personalized advice you need to know about your hormonal health. This week, Let's Get Checked wants to invite you to join their community with a 30% off discount code. Use GIRLLIFE30 for your discount to Let's Get Checked. Welcome to This Girl Life, Trista. We're excited to chat with you about weddings and the fact that we're all Scottsdale girls and we've all, you know, we know the wedding community in Scottsdale. So it's so fun to have you. Um, I want to just jump in really like right away. And I want a rundown of how you started your own business, ATS management, event management, and specifically the wedding planning side of your management company. Okay. So, um, this is the only industry I've ever worked in, like the only real like grown up job I've ever had. Um, when I was in college, I actually did an internship for a nonprofit organization I was forced to, the professor was like, you have to work for a company for this amount of time. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I ended up accidentally at a nonprofit. Um, This is actually in Tucson. I went to U of A and I worked with Education Enrichment Foundation and Southern Arizona Sports Foundation. So I'm going to kind of date myself, but this was back when spring training was actually held in Tucson rather than Phoenix. And so we did like a lot of kind of fun things with that. I got my credit. It was great. Um, I actually ended up getting contracted on to do events um, for the organization. And then it just kind of grew from there. Um, at the time I was in a very serious relationship. We ended up moving to Phoenix. I had just graduated college, um, actually ended up getting married and, um, had no idea what I wanted to do. I tried working for a company for like a week. It didn't work. It was a terrible disaster. And uh, I'm like, I have to work for myself. Like I can't go behind a desk. I have to figure this out. So I started BTS. Um, I didn't know anyone in Phoenix. I literally went to every single networking event and women's group and everything you could possibly like made that my full-time job. And that's how BTS grew. Um, the name is very like corporate nonprofit kind of forward. It's not like romantic. It's not like love with lace or anything, you know, (laughs) wedding E because I was, I was on the other side of events and um, after getting to kind of really know the city and know this industry, weddings are just unavoidable here. It's actually one of the top 10 destination cities for weddings. Um, but you just don't think of it cause you think destination beach water, you know, that kind of thing. But really because we have good weather here, most of the year, it's actually a really high destination spot as well. 
so um weddings just came they just like they came and they came and they got bigger and bigger and then in the last couple years we actually started doing a lot of traveling for work so going to other places and other countries and doing um some pretty awesome things around so it's it's the growth has been amazing it's really cool to have your own business it's uh, like nothing else very rewarding and um all the good stuff but it's a lot of work (laughs) so oh I can't imagine that's the story for BCS I love that you give Arizona such a shout out because I feel like so many people when they're like where are you from like Arizona it's the best (laughs) yeah it's so hot. I'm like, you don't understand. It's hot for like a little bit. Like, and then the whole rest of the year is amazing. Right, and then you show them our wedding photos and they're like, this is in Arizona. And I'm like, yeah. welcome. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's beautiful. I know. We see this all the time, all, yeah. everywhere you look. So, yeah. so if we have some girls listening right now who are kind of, they just got engaged and they're starting the wedding like planning, what do you tell them? Like, what's that first piece of advice that you tell a girl that just got engaged? Right now, it's very different than I've ever told them before. Right now, it's do not join any COVID bride Facebook chat groups. (laughs) Avoid them. All of them at all costs because they're freaking everybody out. And it's so stressful to combat it. I'm like, just just stop logging on like just stop please (laughs) it's driving everyone insane so basically just to recap in case people don't know what they are because of all the brides that have had to postpone weddings due to covid there are these chat groups that brides are joining left and right and the fact of the matter is covid is so different in every single state and rules and regulations are so different in every other state that a lot of the brides that are living in areas that are very heavily affected are literally scaring the daylights out of the brides in the states that aren't heavily affected, Arizona being one of those, the later. Um, so I have brides all the time. They're like, I just was in this Facebook COVID bride group and I'm going to change my day. I'm like, no, 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 we're not. No, we're, we're allowed to have weddings here. Stop, please, please stop. So that's what um, is currently my first piece of advice in real life when this isn't going on. Um, first piece of advice that we always go over is numbers. It's like one of the first kind of starting points. And I always tell my girls, I'm like, this is the most uncomfortable conversation we're going to have. Everything else is great, but, um, uh, we got to get this out of the, out of the way because people just don't really know what things cost. It's like one of those industries where you just don't know until you go through it. So we, we hit the ground running on numbers and then we go from there. So you kind of mentioned COVID, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, the black cloud over, unfortunately, so many girls' wedding days, I feel like, and yeah. you see online. And what are you doing about people that having are having to reschedule? How do you guys handle that? Because Whitney and I were talking about this. If you would have told me I had to reschedule my wedding, you would have had to, like, check me in somewhere. Like, exactly. I would have just had exactly. such a hard time. So how are you handling that and Arizona, I know, is opening up and letting people in. But what are you mm-hmm. doing with brides that did have to reschedule? So uh, rescheduling weddings became my full time job for a good six weeks of time because every bride has at least a minimum of ten vendors. So figuring out dates where ten different business schedules align on an already packed fall and an already packed twenty one spring is really stressful. Um, on top of all the other emotions with business owners, not being able to have income coming in. So you have all that negativity flaring these poor brides that like 
this day you wait and wait and wait for this day. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, not happy. It, it's terrible. It's been a very trying time. I was actually listening to this webinar um, recently and one of the like experts in our industry, she said a really kind of powerful statement. And she said, this is the worst time you will ever experience in your as a business owner. So if you're getting through it, you're doing okay. And it's so true because there's in this industry, there couldn't be something more disastrous than what, you know, happened to all of these brides. Um, so yeah, literally just became a full-time job to reschedule brides. We still actually right now have brides that are reaching out whose weddings are the end of fall. And they're like freaking out. They're like, I want to reschedule. And it's not easy anymore. Like we went through this whole batch of brides where it was like, okay, it was like, a, like clockwork. Like, all right, we got to do this. We got to do that. We implemented systems and procedures to make this nice and smooth. And now there's no, in Arizona, there's no longer government regulation as far as your events. Like you can have up to 50% venue capacity filled for events, which means if it's a 300, if it ballroom that holds 300, you can have 150 guests there. So there's no longer these restrictions, but how scary is it to think that people don't want to travel and people don't want to be around large groups and venues are there. The time has pretty much come to an end of them being lenient and letting you switch whatever you want around, you know? And so that's a really tough conversation to have now. And um, brides that are keeping their day, a big conversation point that we go through is just understand that your wedding may look a little different than what you had anticipated. And that doesn't mean that it's going to be bad or terrible or anything. It just means there might be less guests there and it's okay. And so on our social media, we have a pretty big, um, IG following and we've just been literally just kind of blasting it with like small, intimate weddings and occasions and gatherings. And we've, you know, just kind of had brides on that have eloped and done a smaller wedding. And everybody says it's more amazing than they could ever imagine. And a big point that I always stress to brides is there's so many couples that we talk to after the wedding. And we're like, you know, what would you have done different? Like just for conversation piece. And everybody says like, I would have invited less guests. I didn't get to say hi to everybody. I didn't have you know, I didn't experience everybody that was there and it made me feel guilty. So I would have just cut the guest list down. And so just really stressing that point to people and understanding, like, if your wedding consists of 50 people, it's going to be amazing. It's it's not a lesser wedding just because you don't have 100 people there. So right. those are the big main points that we're kind of going through right now. And I'm sure we'll be going through for quite a long yeah. time. I agree. Like, I think that's my biggest thing. And I didn't even have a huge wedding. Mine was like 180. But same thing. I just kind of felt like, gosh, I really didn't get to experience maybe not even saying hi. It was like I was more focused on saying hi and trying to please everyone than like enjoying myself. So I like enjoying the night. Right. I don't even think I had a full glass of wine. I'm like, what the (laughs) F? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I should have been drunk like my husband. Right. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, the guys have no problems with it, right? Uh, yeah, my husband was up singing on the stage. I was like, have fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go back to something you mentioned a minute ago, which is budgets, which I was curious, what is the normal budget you are kind of mm-hmm. see that average budget, but then because you have been in this business a while, what is the largest budget you've dealt with? Oh, 
Okay. I'm so curious. <laughs> so um, average budget nowadays, um, doing a wedding pretty much anywhere because prices do fluctuate so much across the country and in other countries. So uh, it, it, it sometimes it's hard to kind of predict what the numbers are, but I can pretty much guarantee that for about 100 to 150 person wedding, um, a $50,000 is pretty average. Um, sometimes when I get asked this question, I feel ridiculous having these numbers just roll off my tongue. Like, yeah, just got an extra 50 grand. It'll be great because it is such a steep amount. But I always like to be very realistic and upfront, you know, and, and state like kind of what we're looking at. Um, when I first started quite a while ago, I mean, I would, I would be comfortable with saying about a 30, $35,000 budget, but things are just different. Everything is just very, very different in the last, I would say probably five years, even three years. It's, they become quite the production and you need this. And then you have to have this because you have that and you have to have this because you had this and, you know, it just kind of snowballs from there. So Um, I did have one bride, I was in a consultation with her. She did not sign with us and she was asking me questions about numbers. And, um, I mean, my price stays the same regardless of what people are, are spending. So I don't profit off of this at all, but she was very upset that I was telling her, you know, what to look for, for food and beverage and what to plan for. And she was, she was so upset. And so after that, I was just like, okay, never discussing numbers in a conversation. Like, we'll just hold that till later because it's not my rules. They're not my rules, I swear. So yeah, that's kind of what what we see. And then largest budget we've dealt with has probably been, I would say around like a $300,000 kind of thing. Um, it was a weekend of events. So it wasn't just like a one event kind of thing. But yeah, it was, it was definitely a production for the wedding. It was amazing. But, yeah. So when I got married, I was like all Whitney and I are different. And that's why I thought this would be so fun because I loved wedding planning, like soaked it up. My wedding planner was the first person I hired in mm-hmm. my thing. So when you are sitting down with brides and they're saying, mm-hmm. I don't think I need you. I don't, you know, I think I could do it on my own. What are they missing out on when they're not hiring a planner? Well, a planner is going to tell you, so basically if you're planning on your own, you're learning on your own as you go, because you haven't done this over and over again. A planner is going to tell you what mistakes not to make, you know, and, and what things people don't foresee coming and how, you know, how to kind of combat that. They're also going to tell you what vendors are going to work best for you. Because a lot of times we have brides that are like, Oh, I hated my florist. And I'm like, Oh, she's a great florist. It just wasn't the right one for that bride, you know? And that's a big deal is matching our couples up with our vendors. Um, And then I also think again, a big thing is having a realistic grasp on what this is going to cost. And there's so many brides that go through this without a planner and they budget and end up doubling their budget. And then it's so stressful. It becomes not fun. It becomes like this, like, why are we even doing this at this point? You know? And, um, I think that just knowing these things up front really kind of helps, um, guide and go through. And then the day of, there's just so much more organization a lot of times and somebody to be there to handle and to make sure that you're enjoying your day and creating the memories rather than like making sure your, your floor plan isn't what you thought it was going to be, or your flowers don't look how you thought they were going to look. And you know, that I've heard some crazy stories about those things. So 
I would say I, I would have been so lost. Things. I remember my, like, as we were getting entered into the reception, they mm-hmm. skipped one of my mates. I had two maids of honor. Whitney was one and our other friend, Cody, and they missed her. And <laughs> I remember calling us, Ashley, they missed Cody. And yeah. then she went in running and I just got to stay outside. Like, yeah. just little things like that, where I was like, mm-hmm. that would have been me as the bride. Yeah running in that would have to run in and it wasn't your turn to run in they're like wait what is she doing right now like yeah no it's a big deal (laughs) I honestly I day of it was like you didn't have to think of anything because you had a wedding planner so Mm -hmm. my experience I didn't it's just not my cup of tea, you know, like everything stresses me out. So I was like, I get it. this is not fun. Okay. I don't yeah. like, I don't know what I want. I want to be yeah. married. That's about it. Yeah. So, You're but, like, what do my flowers look like? And she's like, well, what do you want? You're like, what do you mean? What do I want? Like, what? I, you tell me what I want. Like, no, I right. don't do this a lot. <laughs> I just struggled. So, but day of, I was like, thank God, because mm-hmm. it really did. It made Everything's so smooth. I didn't have to think about anything but my wedding day. And so I think out of everything, even if you're planning a smaller wedding, it just, it really does take the stress off when you have someone else to just guide, you know, guide you through it. Yeah. So I'm curious what some of the new trends that are emerging in the wedding industry. So like the trendy colors, I mean, the trendy type dresses you're seeing, um, the styles even, because when we were getting married, it was kind of, what were the styles? Like farm, you know, like, well, we both had the same colors, like blush and gold. Yeah. Blush and gold. You guys probably had eucalyptus. Oh yeah. Like, like that kind of, yeah. Yeah. I had succulents, (laughs) cactus succulents. Yeah. So what are the trends? All the beauty. Um, uh, well, right now, elopements, <laughs> um, that small, you know, like simplifying your wedding, going smaller, but still going all these grand details. So that's kind of like what we're seeing a lot of, um, colors are no color. So just all whites, creamies, um, less greenery, um, very kind of like artistic, floral design so meaning like you might have like a little poppy kind of sticking up over here and you might it's a lot more sparse whereas before we've had a lot more compact kind of floral design um I would say just very dreamy urethral kind of like vibe very flowy um gowns are getting like more and more risque I see we go to New York Bridal Fashion Week every year and we always see all the designers new lines and the dresses that come out now, you just don't see in a church, you know, they're, they're a little risque. Um, the dresses also went from having a lot of like, um, embroidery beading, lots of lace detail to now going, um, very just satin, you know, just like smooth, not a lot of detail in them. Um, lots of buttons like down the back. That's kind of really popular. Um, and then guys for guys attire, there's a lot of like very cropped tailored kind of looks, um, a lot of loafers and like a higher rim, um, higher hemmed pant is very popular. Boutonnieres are becoming less and less popular, maybe like a pocket square, like a little pin right here is, is a lot more popular. Um, food choices have, have become very much like just representative of the couple Um, so like, for instance, we had, um, a couple, a couple months ago did paella for their meal. So 
guests were certain. I mean, it was elaborate and it was the most beautiful presentation. And then you still have your veggies, your starch and your protein, but it's paella instead of cool. like, um, you know, the, the standard kind of like chicken or beef kind of feel. Um, so just getting more into the foodie realm of things, offering the unexpected, um, those are all probably like the biggest trends that we've been seeing so far. Totally Our changed. People, totally yeah. changed. Like from five years ago. Yeah. yeah. It does. It when I got so married, much. I had so many flowers. Like mm-hmm. it was not sparse. <laughs> right. And a lot of green. Right. Like a lot of green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's do it again. Let's renew it. Uh, I know. <laughs> I would love to do an all white wedding. I think that would be so cool. Yeah. If I yeah. could go back, I would probably do more like the creams, the whites. However, mm-hmm. I would not do the satin dress. I feel like satin is just like to it just reveals everything like in a way I don't know how to describe it but I feel like mm-hmm. you have to just it has to be the right type of girl to wear that so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah very true okay we're very gonna play a this or that wedding edition okay so just a few questions indoor or outdoor wedding I'm an indoor wedding girl but outdoors are the thing so yeah <laughs> I've always voted out on that for sure. That is so funny. Sorry, I lost mine. <laughs> real I flowers lost my or fake flowers? <laughs> real. Always real flowers, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, cell phones or no cell phones? Like guests allowed, you know, use those cell phones. I like the cell phone aspect of it. I like to, to, I even like it when it's not even my wedding, but I mean, I love to go and see what everybody captured and like what's happened. And I know a lot of photographers hate cell phones in the ceremony and I get it, but at the same time, it's so cool to see everybody's different angles. So I'm a rebel there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you on, I like it too. (laughs) Bride and groom custom drink or no custom drink from bride and groom? No custom drink. I'm so surprised. Everyone's going to be like, what? I know. <laughs> Literally. All, everybody loves their signature drinks. But the truth of the matter is the most popular custom drinks for bride and grooms are classic drinks like a Manhattan and a martini. Those are always the, cl- the most common ones. So I feel like that's, you know, it's a given anyways. And then um, the ones that do go kind of different, they're always really sugary. And not a lot of people like really sugary drinks. It's, it's actually the less popular. I like having little um, customized cocktail napkins that have like his favorite drink, her favorite drink, her favorite candy, his favorite snack. Like, and, and guests can kind of learn about the couple that way. I think that that's kind of a, a better way to use those details. First look or no first look? Oh, I love first looks. I love them. Oh, see, Kristen, <laughs> we were opposite of this. Yeah. Kristen did one. It's, it's literally right? split 50-50 yep. down the middle. Yeah. I couldn't, and you were like, no way. I couldn't, I couldn't get that like childhood thing out of my head. Like I just did not want him to see me. I did not want to see him. I wanted to feel all those emotions like in that moment walking down the aisle. So, yeah. and I knew it was I like, loved it. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I did it with my dad and my husband, and then I Aww. went to the cocktail party, and it was freaking awesome. So yeah, yeah. it's funny we both had totally different, different experiences. That's the there. other thing I would say um, is first looks. Do you see this often? Because I did first looks with my grandfather. I did a first look with my dad, but Aww. I didn't do it with my husband. But do you see them doing it with more than just the husband? 
Yeah, we do. We do personal with dads a lot. That's very common. Um, but it's literally, I would say even that is split 50-50 down the middle. Some people will do first look with their husband. They won't do one with their dad. Some people just do with their dad. Some people don't do anything. Some people do them both. But um, it's always a conversation. I never assume on that one at all. And, and the responses almost always surprise me too. Like <laughs> I, I can't quite ever pinpoint who's going to go in what direction. And I'm pretty good at doing it, but <laughs> for other factors. So, okay. Last question. What is the yeah. weirdest wedding thing or trend that you've seen? that you've ever seen in your career? Um, like trend just in general, like everyone doing a certain thing that I just can't wrap my head around. Yeah. Cause I don't want you to necessarily call out a client. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, so this one wedding, Yeah, this one um, uh, let's see an actual trend. Weirdest trend. Um, uh, hmm. I think I'm just, things don't surprise me anymore. Goodness. <laughs> Weird things that I just kind of don't understand, I think, are, like, ice sculptures. They're really pretty, but I just don't get them. I'm like, yeah, that was a lot of money. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, what else don't I really get? I don't know. What about themed weddings? Like, hall, I, I'm, I was a bartender. And I worked, uh-huh. a, I worked a wedding where it was, like, a Halloween costume wedding. And I'm not shitting you guys. <laughs> There's so many themed weddings. We don't get them at all. And I think, I don't know why. I don't know. We don't get them. We don't get like the Disney theme. Thank God. We don't get like, we don't, we get, uh, but our bride, like what we always attract is, is um, like a late twenties, early thirties bride already established in her career um we attract a different kind of bride like there's other companies in town that consistently have like super young brides and they want like yeah i want a pink wedding and i want this and i want and it's like it's just a different wedding planning experience like we get a lot of brides like on the east coast and uh, like in other countries too and like so they're they're just they're just different priorities are different things are different I can't really say that we've had anything too crazy um, go on. <laughs> which is I think the cra- Yeah, <laughs> craziest is just like the mother-daughter dynamic, which happens in almost every family where it's like mom's calling, don't tell her I said this, but da-da-da, and daughter's like, my mom is this and this and this, you know, because we get a lot of mom-daughter dynamics throughout this. And that's always really fun and interesting to kind of see. But I don't even think that's weird because it's literally 90% of our brides yeah. <laughs> have some kind of something <laughs> with their mom. That's something we didn't touch on, but could have been really interesting conversation. <laughs> we'll leave it out because our moms listen. The mom factor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> our moms are our biggest fans they're like I saw on your Instagram page I saw you were doing this I was like look at you like <laughs> social media you are doing great oh my gosh go. yeah, speaking go. of social media we were gonna say the same thing Kristen and I were like um tell everyone where they can find you um on social media your website so they can you know look at all your beautiful weddings that you've done for sure. We're at BTS Event Management and website www.btseventmanagement.com. Perfect. And we'll link everything so people can stalk you guys and look at all your beautiful brides. And we'll have all of that in the description in our website too. Cool. Sounds Thank you for joining us today. Of course. Thank you.